All right, here we go for uh, for yeah. year end. Um, we'll start with question number one. What are what are some of the highlights from twenty twenty one? Well, can you know, despite COVID, there seems to be very little you can talk about outside of that. But but I felt uh, uh, that the Northern Ontario Heritage Fund's uh, business support program uh, worked out very well for a myriad of business owners to to protect and operate. Uh, while the COVID uh, fight was on and and remained so, and have some legacy infrastructure moving forward. We obviously uh, had some big ticket uh, items, some major repairs around the riding to different recreational centers and, and some, some good uh, projects finished uh, in and around the city of Kenora, their uh, road, uh, roadways and, and the likes. Um, got the twinning off the ground. Trees uh, will commence clearing, I think, just in the next day or two. So I feel really good about that. And um, uh, yeah, busy, busy year, despite, uh, you know, the commitment as a cabinet minister to COVID. So let's talk about the final impact of the horrific forest fire season we experienced and plans for uh, additional firefighters in 2022. Yeah, I mean, this is, we just finished our Canadian Council of uh, Forestry Ministers uh, not a week and a half ago, and we talked at length about um, working uh, in a more coordinated way with the federal government. I'd always felt, Ken, that this was a little bit of a, you know, treated like a little bit of a phenomenon, even back in the day when I was working as a nurse up there. And I just really encouraged uh, our colleagues across the country and, and the federal minister to to work more synchronously, to have uh, an ability to move firefighters more seamlessly, to be fully integrated with, you know, countries who have similar uh, experience with with this. You'll note we brought in some Australians and Mexicans uh, this summer. Um, I'm also uh, looking at contingency plans for for better lodging when communities are are displaced, and a better mechanism for moving goes. So, uh, you know, that that's the debriefing that's going on both provincially and with forest ministers across the country, including the federal minister. And, and um, you know, despite the heroic efforts of our great frontline firefighters, people who provided care for them, there's always an opportunity to do better. And that's what we're focused on. Pretty generic uh all-encompassing question. What's next for Greg Rickford in 2022? Well, we, you know, we're continued to target our investments in local uh, businesses and, and municipal infrastructure, our roadways, and and make sure that we're in a great place. I, th- I feel like we're tracking uh, very well. We're moving along with broadband. It can't come soon enough, frankly, Ken, but... Uh, um, we're tracking for a lot of big projects this week and next. I'll be busy uh, announcing some projects that will have serious implications for the rest of the winter and, and springtime as we prepare for uh, another beautiful summer uh, out on the lake. And then, boom, turns out I'm in an election. Boy, four years goes fast. Let's talk about that. How are you uh, gearing up for next year's provincial election? Well, I start preparing for an election the day after I get elected, Ken. I think if a politician doesn't take that philosophy, they're um, putting themselves at risk. And even then, it still doesn't guarantee, uh, you know, a, a win. But but I've I've worked hard for the people 
uh, of Kenora Rainy River. Um, you know, I've always felt like I've had a strong voice. Uh, I've got a lot of experience under my belt and delivered results. And to the extent that that matters to people, to the extent that they can look around and say, hey, you know what, in four years, uh, our roads, our twinning of the highway has started. We have better roads, safer roads. This building's repaired. You know, this business is in a better position. There's good support for 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 vulnerable folks and 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 different uh, metrics like that. Then then I think I've got something to take to to my constituents and and make the pitch for um, uh, to be rehired. That's that's the way I think of this. And for me, it's not re-election; it's re-rehired. It's one of those unique jobs that every, you know, every two to four years, depending on whether it's a minority or a majority, you file an application with every one of your constituents, and you hope that their vote is a proxy for uh, uh, for you being able to continue uh, the good work. I believe we're doing. And and just one more, uh, if you could quickly respond: two hundred fifteen unmarked graves were found in Kamloops in late May. And through the year, that number kept growing across Canada. What's the province uh, doing to address what happened and uh, further commitments? Well, look, we took a leadership role in the absence of what we believe to be a meaningful contribution by the federal government, at least initially, Ken. We announced a $10 million commitment to the 18 residential schools uh, across the province. Of course, there were two here in Kenora and six in the Kenora Rainy River, or Treaty 3, uh, territory. So, you know, it was important that we got that work underway. Subsequent to that, we committed another $10 million. And um, recently, we've identified additional resources through Mental Health and Addictions Ministry and the Ministry of, uh, of, of Heritage to uh, look at some of the commemorative uh, and, as I said, mental health activities. And that will free up the $20 million that we've uh, we've committed Ken to the to the real work of um, uh, of of reconciliation in the context of uh, of the work done that's site specific, and um, you know we've already had some projects uh, get started and one's well underway here, of course, in Wojciechowskunugum, and we hope to see dozens more uh, in the not too distant future uh, at the different locations across the province. 